We're going to talk about NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. Let's do that NASCAR. You are listening to the Tandem Draft Podcast presented by the Restart Sports Network. Hello, Griffin. Hello, Tommy. Hello, everybody else. Thank you for listening to Tandem Draft. Uh, Daytona Preview is what we're doing today. Uh, We have truck truck qualifying happening, final round happening, right as we're recording this. Um, If you're listening to this Prior to the Daytona races, God bless you, because that means you're listening to it right after we we put it out. Yeah, you you have notifications on. Yeah, and you're just waiting with bated breath. Yeah, by the by the Spotify. Yeah, and we appreciate it. And uh, if you are listening to this after the after the fact of Daytona, then you get to laugh at how wrong we probably are about these predictions we're about to make. So. Uh, without further ado, we have that on the docket. Uh, we can talk about my Daytona race last night that I did on iRacing. Uh, all Daytona. And I'd like to start with a fun fact that I learned today while watching qualifying for the trucks. The new red banner that says Craftsman on the front, uh, up, like on the sun uh, visor situation, uh, the red means that they are in in contention for the championship, and the black means they are not. So, there you go. That's my truck series preview. So Xfinity does a similar thing where they have uh, you get a purple banner with your name on the on the windshield uh, if you're racing for the championship. But if you're like a Cup guy or somebody that's not racing for Xfinity points, you just get the Xfinity logo. Yeah. But this one just looks like some people forgot red vinyl. It does. It does look a little bit like that, but I got to say, I like how big it is and I like how bold it is. It's just, I love, I love that Craftsman is back as the lead thing. I I mean, no disrespect to, yeah, no disrespect to Camping World. I'm just nostalgic. Like that's what I grew up with. It was the Craftsman truck series and now it here it is again. They've been putting out a bunch of commercials or at least a commercial that I've seen a couple of times where they're highlighting their uh, past as being uh, the truck series sponsor with you know, champ. You know, champions like Travis Quapple and stuff. Like, yeah. Um, and then today, man, that's it's really cool. we got K- Craftsman sponsoring the series. Kyle Busch and Chevrolets in the fifty-one. You know, what year is it? I don't know. I don't know, man. But I love it. Uh, and of course, uh, as I texted you earlier, Norm Benning is still racing. He was probably racing in the first ever truck race that I ever knew that truck racing existed. Well, it's crazy because he's not racing tonight because he did not qualify for the he race. He did not make it to the race, uh, but he he was out there in a truck, and it's just... He's he 71, was 10th in practice yeah, yesterday. Yeah, 71 and years old. He was pissed was, on pit road, too, yeah. after his run. He was not happy about how uh, bad his Man. run went at qualifying, which I, I hear him. Uh, as an experienced Daytona racer, I can tell you that qualifying at Daytona is arguably... One of the hardest tracks, because you, if you go a millimeter off of the yellow line, you will lose tenths of seconds, and you will be in the back of the pack. I get it. I completely understand. So, speaking of which, Tommy, I think we should open the show with your experience. My experience, yes. Okay, so last night, I raced the Daytona 500 on iRacing. 200 laps, 500 miles, three and a half hours. Uh, I streamed it. 
Uh, for those of you that partook in watching that, thank you for if you if you tuned in for five minutes. Thank you. Uh, it was not entertaining whatsoever, uh, and it it was a catastrophe that ended in a top ten finish. And and uh, I'm glad I did it. I will do it again. I don't think I will stream it because I don't want to put people through that. Uh, that my monitors uh, only refresh at sixty whatevers. Uh, and uh, I've read online that um, ideally you want 100 to 120 whatevers. So I've got half the capabilities that I'm supposed to have with streaming and everything. So that's why I had to turn the graphics down a little bit. Uh, so uh, maybe someday I'll get a I'll get a better monitor uh, with uh, more whatevers to refresh the screen faster so I can see better. But all in all, I had a great time. I thought it was so much fun. I, w I was incredibly nervous for you. Like, I made it. So, of course, being, uh, I, uh, with being someone that has to wake up at 4.45 no, yeah. in the morning and a child, I unfortunately only made it, I think I made it to, like, about 100 laps in. Yeah, like no, that. you made it to halfway. You, I think you, you stuck around the longest of anybody that was in it for the long <laughs> haul. Uh, the last 50 laps or so, I did have, I did see that a couple people, like, tuned in. But at that point, like I wasn't saying words. Like I was, I was draft. Like the last, really the last hundred laps, we had two green flag stops, I think. Um, and I was drafting. Uh, I was a, I was a great draft partner, I will say. And um, the, the whole process of drafting, like stay, going up to somebody, give them a little tap, making sure they can handle the little tap, and. And uh, earning the trust of I know what I'm doing, I'm not going to turn you kind of thing. Uh, it was it was an experience. Uh, I did avoid catastrophe a couple times with guys coming out of the pits too slow and and guys scraping the walls late. Uh, I did get turned with about I think it was either four or three laps to go. It ended in a green white checkered. I was I was fighting for eighth place four laps down <laughs> and there were only five cars on the lead lap. Uh, so I was fighting for eighth place, four laps down. This lap car hits the wall, goes into the guy who I'm racing with, who gets into me. He straightens it out and is okay. I am not. Uh, so I had to, I had to get towed to the pit. So that's a three minute wait to get towed. And then I had an additional only like 50, 55 seconds of optional repairs, but then like six minutes of, uh, or, 40, 50 seconds of required repairs and then like six minutes of optional. I was like, just give me the, I got out of the pits. Like I'm in 10th and I saw the 11th place or yeah, I saw the 11th place car pass me. So I was like, oh crap. Like there went the top 10, but whatever. But then I come to learn that he just got his lap back on me. So I'm up a lap on him and they're about to do a green white checkered. There's three tries for green white checkered. They did it in one try, but all I had to do was stay in front of the pack. I just had to stay in front of the pack, and I did top 10 finish. It was very cool. I had so much fun. So the best part about waking up this morning, I open up my my alarm goes off, and uh, I, I wake up, and I go on Twitter. I'm like, I got to see where Tommy finished, <laughs> and I just see a picture with you and a PBR. With, it's just a top 10. I was so, I was so excited. Uh, it was so cool. <laughs> and, you know, like I – so the whole race, like those of you that were watching the beginning, the graphics, like – my 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 monitors weren't refreshing enough or it, in enough time, and it was so glitchy. I couldn't keep control of the truck. Luckily, somebody else wrecked, or the car. So luckily, somebody else wrecked, and I got I went into the pits, 
changed the graphic settings, had to go out of the simulator, back into the simulator, uh, and, and it fixed, and I lost the lap there, but then there was immediately another caution. I got my lap back, and then I'm racing 10, 12 laps. We're like 30 laps into the Daytona 500, and somebody turns me. I'm like, of course. Like, we just got going. And so, <laughs> uh, but I, I stuck with it. There were a lot of guys that wrecked and just bailed. So, which was crazy uh, because, I mean, it's such a long race. Like, I feel like if you're, if you are entering it, you are committed for the long haul of like, okay, I'm going to like, if I get wrecked, I'm going to stick around to try to get a better finish. I was, but a lot of people were not. I don't think there were, I would say less than half of the starters. So there were 40 cars that started. I think less of them actually stuck around to finish the race. I think like if I were in your shoes doing this race, I'd be more excited to be in your position, like making it that whole, like such a roller coaster of even the first half. There were so many weird crashes. So there was one crash. I think it was the second one that you were, uh, you were not at fault. No, uh, uh, there yeah. was a guy there, there. A caution came out and then they say, check up down the back and you check up down the back and you're just rolling. And then somebody in front of you moves out of the way. And then somebody just backs up perpendicular across the track. Yeah. Like you did, you could not have seen the car. Like I'm just there watching. There was nothing I could do. The cars there. It was yeah. unbelievable. It was either. Yeah. That was either the first or second one. I think I was yeah. in a total of three, which is not bad. Uh, and that all three of them, I had nothing to do with. I was an innocent bystander in all of them. And, uh, but that's, that's Daytona, baby. I don't like, yeah, that's big. That's you'll have that in big time auto racing. Uh, yes, absolutely. And I did want to say a few times, like, uh, I didn't get the chance to, because it was glitching, but I was fully prepared to say now it's going to take 10 to 12 laps for these cars to really warm up. Now you're not going to want to start racing yet. It's not time yet. Uh, but, yeah. uh, if I were in your shoes, I'd be more excited to be where you were at the end of that race and get a top 10. Yeah then be on the lead lap the whole time and finish sixth. Oh like, yeah. You know, like, yeah, it that was, would be no fun. Yeah. I wish I was, uh, in contention to win the thing. That would have been fun. I knew I had the car, like my car after it fixed, I was, I was racing with, I spent like 50 laps in the last half of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like half of the last half, at least I spent, um, with the lead pack, drafting with the leaders so like mm-hmm. i was right there the only problem was it was four laps down so i i was i was aggressive enough to try to get to the front of the pack so that way if a caution did happen there's a lap right there that i got back mm-hmm. um just never never happened uh couldn't get back on the lead lap that's okay uh there were guys i mean everybody was getting lapped everybody was wrecking i don't think anybody had a perfect uh um rating for safety i had uh I think I ended up with 17x. No, 14. 17 or 14x I ended up with, uh, which is not great, but my safety rating skyrocketed. Because I think if it goes by the amount of miles driven, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was also thinking too that um, I think like these, these events where there's 500 laps, I think there are actually iRacing officials watching. The like the long races because it is gotta be a moderator somewhere. Yeah, because this 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 uh, league or whatever it's a it's open for anybody that's at least a C class license. But it's set it's sponsored by iRacing, so I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure it wouldn't surprise me if they have like every single driver has somebody that's watching them and is like, okay, there was nothing he could do there. Like he 
there was nothing he did wrong. So I wonder. Well, I, well, also when I was looking when uh, as the stream was starting, um, it showed at the bottom the entrance, and it got to about nine hundred or so. That's true. So, you know, that might be a maybe one a race. One a race. I know they have like a they have a review board. Yeah. So like if you if something egregious happens, you can yeah. you can protest. Yeah, I actually but. did uh, just uh, today uh, while I was waiting for you. I did an ARCA race at Auto Club. And I watched a YouTube video of a guy that uh, was teaching me how to save my tires. Mm-hmm. And it kind of worked towards the end. I was very, like, I was aggressively uh, patient with, yeah, yeah you. <laughs> aggressively conservative with my tire use. So, I mean, I was, like, turning three laps less seconds. And after about halfway, I was like, okay, it's probably a, I, I could probably turn this up a little bit. Uh, but I did <laughs> see it taking effect of all the guys who didn't save their tires. Uh, I think... I qualified as if I was saving my tires, so I started 16th, and mm-hmm. I finished 12th. I didn't, like, I passed a few guys. Um, like, I ended up at the back of the pack, and then gradually, as people started using their tires, I was passing them, like the video said I would. I didn't touch anybody. I, like, didn't come close to touching anybody, and it gave me 4X. I'm like, I wasn't even around anybody the whole time. But I don't, <laughs> like, I don't have the energy to, uh, to fight back or to protest. That's right. You're not a Karen. You're not, not an a, iRacing Karen. Yeah. That's I, I so I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but the the, the Arca Break weekly series that just shows like one race a week of just the most ridiculous bottom split antics. And everybody's like, Well, I'm gonna protest you for that. When, yeah, you know, when the person that's angry did something wrong. You yeah. Know? I mean, yeah, I mean you heard the commentary of the of last <laughs> night. Like that's just the first race that Tommy yeah. did was twenty five laps in a truck. And uh, as the stream ends, like you press end stream and then it goes like two extra seconds and somebody just <laughs> be prepared with the bleep button. I don't know what kind of show we have going on here. I don't know here. if I have a bleep button. But uh, so somebody said, uh, ah, that race was fucking crazy. It was something like that. I don't know. Like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was wild. It was, it was fun though. I, I had a great time. I will do it again. I probably won't stream 500 miles, but I will stream a a lesser race i think i i think i'd like uh if there's if any series does the chicago street course i think that's got to be oh, something buddy. that, that yeah. we see yeah i, I don't wanna... know if, if i don't know how many nascars we'll have there, yeah the maybe per, an acura the, kind uh, of yeah. yeah spec miatas anywhere please yeah absolutely yeah i'll i'll do oh, i have a pretty sweet miata paint scheme too i got like an old school pepsi one it's pretty Ooh. cool which we'll be talking about pepsi in this broadcast yeah but, i'm not happy um also, uh, the Ferrari, the Ferraris, the Ferraris are at Lime Rock this week. Uh, uh-huh. So I think I'm gonna run some practice laps and then do a time trial. Time trial is like 30 minutes. You just make as many laps as you can with getting less as as little amount of X's as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so and then I might try to enter a race. I haven't had very much success on the road courses, but I'm an oval guy. What do you expect? But Lime Rock. Lime Rock looks so cool. That's something Lime that I fun. wish it's like wide open, raced yeah. at more often. Yeah. So uh, maybe maybe I'll, that's only a 15 minute race. So maybe that's a quick one. We'll just pop up on the Twitch and, and do it right quick. Uh, but yeah, so that's fun. So follow Restart Sports on Twitch. Uh, like and subscribe to this podcast. Um, that might be something where we, if I start getting good at technologically things, we can record the podcast live as video. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then have it as podcast and video. If I get good at things, yeah, we'll see. Then we'll we see. can make a backdrop and things. Yeah. Uh, okay. 
let's get to the people that are actually driving real cars uh, at Daytona International Raceway, Speedway. Yes. Whatever. Uh, speaking of, we just had the conclusion of truck qualifying, and Nick Sanchez is on the pole. Good for um, him. For uh, Rev Racing, it's almost KBM, but not quite. It might be his first start. I don't think it is. But uh, it, might, it, it could be. Yeah. I think they were mentioning something. I know we did some Xfinity races, but there, yeah, there was a lot of action on him. Uh, I had it on mute, uh, so I don't know what they were talking about. Uh, Raja is my guy this year. In the trucks. Yep. I. Uh, they, I, I is he the a most likable ra- wager on him? tonight yeah. is he the most likable guy in in he's nascar so cool. maybe yeah like yeah he, it, he drove his ass off at charlotte last year that's when i first I, yeah. heard of his name i was like this guy's my guy and uh, i just like and then he got a truck ride uh he's a, like spot truck starts last year now he's got a full-time ride in trucks like he's good and he's the nicest person on planet earth yeah, he he's he he's uh he's what young drivers should strive to be because he's incredibly talented. He's he does you know he keeps his nose clean. He you know he's like a Mark Martin. He's quiet, but he'll be there. Yep, yep. And uh, I'm excited to see him race tonight. Yep. Because I, uh, if he I'm... wins, I will uh, significantly improve my financial status <laughs> if he wins this race. Yeah, I am. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm really rooting you. on him. That's uh, <laughs> that's the main reason why I brought him up because I also will be responsibly wagering on him doing the things and stuff tonight. Uh, I mean, plus 6,000 on the guy that was fastest in practice. That's something. Come right? on. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. Qual- like, this is, it's like the Toyotas, you know? The Toyotas never show up in qualifying for Daytonas or restrictor plates, but they're always in the thick of it at the end. Um, that And he doesn't drive Toyota, so I'm just, you know, whatever. Um, another thing, Chase Elliott's driving in this one. Uh, NASCAR yep. legend Travis Pastrana also driving in this one. Uh, yep. Corey LaJoy. There's a fourth one. There's a fourth cup driver that is in the in the truck race tonight, and it's slipping my mind. It could be anyone. Could be anybody. So look out for yep. that. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to me for be all my research. Lookout. Yeah. But uh, I will say, the so the font on the uh, truck that Chase Elliott is driving, the, mm-hmm. the font is in, I use it very often in iRacing. Do you know what it's called? What is it called? The font is called He is Dead, Jim. Oh, my God. That's the name of the font. That's quote, a weird font. He is, name, he is dead, Jim. End quote. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That is weird. Creators are weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Raja is my guy. I think he's going to win tonight. Uh, Chase is probably just going to ride around. Yeah, I don't we'll really. see. I, I see this being a, I, I see this ending in an accident for Chase. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You want to call like what? That would happen. 100 laps tonight for the trucks. What lap? I think to Chase makes it to lap, uh, let's see, 78 after running top five most of the night. Okay. All right. I like that. Yeah. Travis Pastrana, I would like to see him do well. What team is he driving for for the trucks? Because it's a Chevy. Yeah, he's for Nice Motorsports. So him and Carson Hosevar are teammates. Okay. And Lawless Allen. Lawless Allen. He came. Okay, so there was Quickie Dry on the track when yep. he was the first one to qualify, and he came out, and I saw the smoke. I was like, "Oh, what a start! <laughs> what a start to you showing off." <laughs> but also, probably the greatest name in NASCAR history, maybe. Uh, that that's a good one. Um, and then in IndyCar, we got to go with our local team, Dale Coin Racing and Stingray sure. Rob. Sure. What about history? Like, can I? Can we put Dick Trickle in there? 
Dick Trickle's up there. Lake Speed. Scott Speed is good. another good one. Yeah, anything with speed and going fast in general. I agree. I'm looking at the thing. I might have made up that there's uh might have made up that there's four cup drivers. I think there is only three. So sorry, I was wrong. Who knows? Who knows? Uh Xfinities are practicing right now. This is their first time touching the track, I think, and they got qualifying mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yep. Um so really don't know anything. Uh John Hunter Niedercheck is second right now. That's Sammy all I got Smith for. And, uh, Sammy, Sammy Smith, Smith that's who it is. Yeah, Sammy Smith in first. Cole Custer in the double zero. That's who I'm concerned with. I think that is who is going to get it done tomorrow. Yeah, I think he's going to win 10 races at least. Yes, I th- yeah, and I think be, it, it's going to be disgusting. Yeah, I think it starts tonight or tomorrow. I think he's going to win the beef. It's what's for dinner 300. Arguably the greatest uh, race name. Speaking of names. That is a good, speaking of race names, we got an announcement for the uh, Wilkesboro Truck Race as Tyson will sponsor the race as they sponsored the cup race there when they used to run the Tyson Holly Farms 400. So it'll be the Tyson 250 for the trucks uh, before the All-Star Race uh, this May. Okay. You got to have somebody eat a chicken in Victory Lane, right? Like the lobster <laughs> in New Hampshire, uh, the guns in Texas. I'm thinking uh, a thing of Tyson Anitizers is the way to yes. go. Yes, okay, yeah. They microwave a whole bag of those and or, you just get them dumped on you like confetti. How about this? There is there is a pen of live chickens, and they get to pick their chicken for dinner. You get to process them. You... <laughs> Instead of confetti, it's just processed chicken parts. Eddie, oh, yeah. Ooh, build your own chicken. <laughs> they, I mean, they did slime at Chicago. They do little Coke-shaped uh, confetti. For the Coke Zero Four Hundred, I think you get chicken byproduct and the yeah. Tyson Two Fifty. Yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm picking Cole Custer tomorrow. I don't really okay. have any I, analysis. Uh, I just pick in Cole Custer. Yeah, based on the like four laps of practice that have been run, I'm gonna go with Josh Berry because I like the look of that eight car. Mm, it does look uh, good with the Bass Pro Shops on there. Those Dale we'll Junior cars always look really good. Like mm-hmm. the and the single digit just very wide. That font, yeah, the I color, love it. The, the, the day glow in there, it's, yeah. all, it's all looking good. Yeah. So. All right. Anything but, else on uh, Xfinity? Yeah, uh, I don't have, yeah, nothing yet. <laughs> we, okay. But I think we should talk about, uh, see, we recorded on Wednesday, didn't we, before Daytona qualifying? Yeah, it was either Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we have not talked about Daytona 500 qualifying and yep. who is in and who is not. Um, of course, surprises to no one. Alex Bowman, every single year he's raced for Hendrick Motorsports. Six years in a row, he started on the front row for the Daytona 500. This year, getting the pole, his third. Yeah. That's uh, incredible. The, That's n- and he was lights out, yeah. ridiculously out. Like, everyone was so close on pace, but he was gone. It was unbelievable. Uh, and just as of impressive of a stat, 11 years in a row, Chevy has been the front row. Yep, the only t- it's been Hendrick all Hendrick Motorsports except for one year when it was Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah, with Hendrick engines in it. Right, eleven years. That's so impressive. Yeah, it's yeah, but it it's just crazy because you look back at the the winners, they're definitely not all Chevys. They just know right. how to no, qualify. Like they're yeah, good they at qualifying. The they they can they can get the pole. They're talking to uh, Jeff Gordon uh, during qualifying. He's like. Yeah, I thought we were just going to try and go for the race this year, but... <laughs> <laughs> I 
But the uh, other impressive thing for Alex Bowman is that, you know, it's a different crew chief. He doesn't have Greg Ives. So, you know, the leadership there is different, but they still have the same goal and they still accomplish it. And that 48 um, car is looking good. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, over under the amount of times on the broadcast, uh, either Mike Joy, Tony Stewart, or Clint Boyer sees the 48 car and calls him Jimmy Johnson. Already happened once in the duels. Correct. Yes. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, spoiler alert, Jimmy Johnson, uh, newcomer to the, to, uh, the new age of NASCAR. Uh, you, I don't know if you've ever heard of him before. Um, he made the Daytona 500 uh, on qualifying yes. time. So congratulations to Jimmy Johnson, um, newcomer to the new NASCAR. Yeah, some also, IndyCar scrub. Also two-time winner of the Daytona 500 and seven-time champion. Nobody remembers that. Nobody remembers that. <laughs> um, so yeah, him and Travis Pastrana made it on time. They qualified very similar, like uh, at around the same time during yep. the night. So uh, Jimmy was getting out of his car as Travis was was getting out of his uh and they were super excited for each other it was really cool to see the content that came out of travis pastrana i think he was definitely the story of qualifying um he was so excited he has his his picture he's celebrating in his picture kneeling against the car on that that they do um unbelievable like super happy for him i'm so glad like yeah cool story too very yeah it's just cool like I don't know how many lifelong dreams Travis Pastrama has had uh, because it seems like every, like every crazy thing. It's been my lifelong dream to do a double backflip on a motorbike. Uh, it's been my lifelong dream to, to jump my motorbike across the big fountains in Vegas, um, et cetera, so, et cetera. Uh, I really hope he does not flip this car because the jokes will be. Oh, brutal. my God. Yeah. Yeah, that would be brutal. I mean, also, he'll be excited. Yeah. Also <laughs> a cool moment for him. Uh, when he found out that he made the Daytona 500, um, the family of the rally racer who had uh, the guy Ken Block, yeah, yes, uh, his wife and I think their kids were there, uh, and they mm-hmm. shared a moment, which was very yeah, cool. That was that was really sweet. It's yes. really nice, yeah, to invite them because they were really close friends, right? Um, yeah, just that whole that whole community coming together has been really cool to see. Yeah, a uh, lot of lot of motorsports influence that came from Ken Block. Um, so it's nice that Travis Pastrana is carrying that legacy into the, into the biggest stock car race in the world. Sure. Yeah. It was very cool. It was very cool. Anna asked me last night, um, and I, I just didn't have a really good answer for her. She was just like, what is it about Daytona? I'm like, it's just, it's just, it's the Mecca. I I don't know what, like, I don't know what to say. It's where, it's where it started. They used to race on the beaches and, uh, I don't remember who said it. Um, I don't remember who said it this week, but he's but he said when you think about Daytona and like how special it is and what it means to win here, it's not the guys that won it; it's the guys that didn't. Like it's the guys that couldn't, and yeah. that that stuck with me because you think of all of the legendary names who never got to win the Daytona 500 that are multi-time champions. Uh, at, it it it's just the place it's the it's the big one that's the one that people chase when they when they want to win an ascar race that's the one they want to win yep um i mean just recently just guys that are racing now like brad keselowski hasn't won this race he's a champion kyle bush is a two-time champion he hasn't won this race truex is a champion he hasn't won this race tony stewart three-time never won this race neither of the labanis yeah uh it's, Rusty Wallace, like yeah, all of these legendary drivers, yeah, Hall of Famers. That yeah, the list goes on one, and on. And, and right now, you're looking at young guys who are who have done it a lot of times that have yet to do it. Chase Elliott, champion, hasn't done it. 
Ryan Blaney finishes second every year, it seems like. He's never done it. So mm-hmm. they're going to have plenty of chances, but it's got to be in the back of their brain of like, I have to win this. Mm-hmm. And then you guys got, yeah. and then you got guys like Trevor Bain, one and done, bam. Yeah, one and done, amazing. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. Like Denny Hamlin said this week, that you can luck into one, but yeah. you're not going to luck into two. No, absolutely. And you're not, not going to luck into three. Yeah. So it's, uh, I mean, you go into Sunday, first place has just as good a chance as fortieth to win the thing. Mm-hmm. It's you got to just be at the right place at the right time. It does take skill. I think it takes a lot of skill, um, but there is a whole lot of luck that's in place when you're trying to win the Daytona 500 as well. Mm-hmm. So. And somebody that's used, probably used up a good amount of his luck is Connor Daly. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. Uh, yeah, he, so we... He could not make a qualifying lap. Yep. Uh, and had not made a lap on track until the du- beginning of the duels. And his car was bouncing up and down. Uh, during the pace laps. Yeah. Not good. Not great. Not a great start. Uh, but against all odds, huh? <laughs> yeah, he made, he finished the race a lap down, but since Austin Hill and Travis Pastrana got taken out in a crash, he makes the Daytona 500. Crazy. And again, another wonderful moment, him and his mom. Yep. He's going to be racing. Like He's one of only three drivers that have raced this and uh, Indianapolis 500 uh, that will be racing on Sunday. Yep. Um unbelievable yeah like really cool story for him too i mean he's got a hell of a learning curve oh uh, and a yeah. lot of work to do in practice um i think we have a practice tonight um after xfinity practice but that'll be like the first time that he'll be making a lap on track that he's not like scared out of his mind right yeah and super nervous so yeah uh cool story yeah let's get into the let's get into the uh to the duels here so the first duel uh i green the whole time which was which was interesting. We had green flag stops. You had the the huge massive group of Chevys stop all together right off the bat, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, the Fords and Toyotas had their own stop after. Uh, it's it just seems like when it comes to the green flag stops, like yes, Chevy dominates qualifying, but green flag stops like in the middle of a race when they're all together, they just can't figure it out, and the Fords and Toyotas just have it down pat like they I guess yeah when you have a hundred cars like. yeah yeah <laughs> so it's uh so that was interesting and then the end of the race miracle nobody wrecked there were so many yeah. lane changes and so many cutting people's off it's just like somebody is going to take somebody out and it's going to be chaos but uh i even the there was a huge run by christopher bell I, d- I didn't think he had nearly enough. He made it a lot closer than I thought he was going to, but Joey Logano. And held Logano. on to it. And so held long. on to it, yeah. Uh, but Joey Logano, uh, shocking, wins. Yep, Joey Logano, a winner again in the duels. Uh, did not get crashed like he did last year. Right. Uh, which is a big improvement. Yep. So, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, crashing, unfortunately, was the story of the second round of duels yes and that is that was taking place while i was doing my uh daytona 500 so i just looked up and i saw the eight car going sideways i have no context as to what happened but uh i'll let you take that away well daniel suarez pushed the snot out of him and then (laughs) just turned him it was kind of nuts uh and kind of uh, unfortunate there but that's the crash that also took out pastrana and hill um Brian Priest almost tagged it. 
Brad Keselowski almost tagged it. Um, but that's the one that got Connor Daly into the race. Yeah. And that, yeah, people were mad online that, uh, after the race, Travis Pastrana, he was just happy. He's happier than hell to be there. Uh, and then Kyle Busch was all pissy. Um, well, why, I think you, it's, know, you had a car that could win the race well, and yeah, you got crashed. Yeah, I, exactly. Be mad. Yeah. And totally different, totally different scenarios there. Travis Pastrana living a dream, getting to race the Daytona 500. He's probably never going to race it again. Kyle right. Busch, this is his day job. Of course he's pissed. Like, yes. get off his back. And if I can have, if I can be afforded one second, I got to put Ryan's pacifier back in her mouth. Okay. Pause. Going into the five or going into the uh, 500. Thoughts. Oh, well, we got to talk about the winner, of course. Oh, of yes. The duel yes, I'm sorry. Because someone in our little fantasy deal picked the winner of not one, but two dual races including Mr. Retiree Eric Amarola. Yes. Yeah, you did. Yeah, in our little fantasy thing, uh, Griffin correctly predicted both winners, Joey Logano and Eric Amarola. I went bold. I took Harrison Burton in the first one. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it would be fun, and I don't even remember who I picked in the second one. It almost kind of worked out because he did get a top five, I yeah, think, yeah, or a top I ten. Yeah, I just thought he would kind of get around everybody. Uh, it's usually somebody, sometimes usually in the duels, it's somebody you never think is going to do it, and then they do it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> whatever. But uh, one more thing before the 500. Uh, the biggest uh, twist of events, the biggest backstabbing, the biggest betrayal uh, in the history, the most of, egregious, disgusting stab in the back in the history of mankind. Uh, Chase Elliott is now uh, a driver for the Coca-Cola family, um, and endorsed by his boss, former Pepsi everything, Jeff Gordon. My whole life, I was a Pepsi person because of specifically Jeff because of Jeff Gordon. Now, what do we do? Now he's just pissed on my grave. Now, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know what to do now. Uh, so, and it, like, it was just, it was shocking news. When, when Chase comes out and tweets it, I'm like, okay, I kind of saw that coming because Bill was a, was a Coke guy. He's from Atlanta, right. like the home Even of Coke. Even when Evernham was a Pepsi team. Yeah. Bill yeah. Was a, they had, a, they had a different number and they, right. he wasn't ever on the car, but he was still a Coke guy. Right. Yeah. And then Jeff Gordon says, legendary family or something along those lines. I'm like, what? Something awful. Something uh, miserable. You can you can be his boss and not be okay with it. What? I'm going to amp- I'm going to amputate my leg. I don't <laughs> want this tattoo anymore. Uh, the, please don't. Cuz now it's tainted. No, we'll with always the syrup of Coca-Cola. <laughs> we'll we'll always have the blue Pepsi car that won at Talladega and everybody threw cans at him. We'll always have that. I'm going to throw cans at him now. Oh. I'll find him on pit road. I'm going to beam him in the head with a Mountain Dew. Okay, that's fair. I understand. Jeff, oh, yeah. I'm coming. Chase used to drive a Mountain Dew car, too. What the hell? Exactly. Everything is just corrupted. That's this so world stupid. we live in is dumb. Anyways, all right, 500. Who's going to win and why? Well, Eric Jones is going to win because I placed a responsible wager on him. But realistically, it's probably going to be like Joey Logano or something. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it just uh, seems like a Joey Logano year. Denny Hamlin's going to win, like, he's going to win both stages and lead the most laps, but he's he's going to get taken out by somebody stupid yep. that does something dumb, so yep. he'll have to continue to chase his fourth win. But he'll be up there. Yeah. But I don't know, those Fords are really, really, really fast. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I uh, 
Here's what I think uh, along the lines of the Fords being fast. I think it's going to be somebody that uh, could win, doesn't usually win. Uh, I think it's going to be somebody that has never won the race before. Uh, I think it's going to be Chris Buescher. I also, too, as well, responsibly wagering on Chris Buescher because it's the same odds. Eric Jones and, and Chris Buescher, mm-hmm. same odds to win. So you throw a little five bucks on each of them and hope for hope for one of them. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like part of me also, um, and this might be weird, but I feel like we've had two years in a row where the underdog won. I think, like, for my sanity, I'd also kind of like... Like, if Denny Hamlin won, it'd be like, okay, that restores a little... Because if, if this race gets won by underdogs every year, then it's the underdog race. Right. You know, it's, and then it's not as special. Well, I can tell you right now, BJ McLeod is going to get a top 10 finish. Right. That's just going to happen. <laughs> like clockwork. Yes. Yeah. And uh, and Justin Haley, top 10. You're already Yo, here okay. first. Okay. I'm cool. As yeah. long as it doesn't rain, then he'll have a shot at it. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I am excited for the 500. I love this weekend. I love Daytona week. It's so much fun. We got racing tonight. We got two races tomorrow. We got racing on Sunday. Uh, the next week, we're going to wrap it all up in a nice tight bow and get ready for uh, the final auto club of ever. Right. Or or something. Final current auto club. Final something. Yeah. So, which I feel like it's the final auto club every year. So yes. We'll see if we, we'll see how many more times we go back. Right. Yes. Um, so, there's your Daytona preview. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, also, make sure you're following the Tandem Draft on the Twitters because that's where I'm going to announce if I'm going to go live with the race. Um, and yeah, it's going to be fun. I don't know. I'm excited about having the prospect of people watching me go in circles. You have a knack for it. Like, you, like the, seeing into your mind during it was very entertaining because it was never a dull moment. You weren't race race the whole time. You had a lot to talk about. It was very interesting. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, at the beginning, I tried to I tried to be informative, but at the end, I got uh, I got a little uh, antsy. Uh, but also, that, it was like God knows four a.m. Yeah. So. Oh, also speaking of four a.m., there is a five hundred <laughs> being ran at four a.m. tomorrow morning. I thought that was a typo. But Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm dead serious. Uh, so and you're working tomorrow? Yes. I'm I'm half tempted to wake up and it, run right. <laughs> Daytona 500 at 4. I mean, I wake up at 4:45, I can be watching it at work. I Tune in, everybody. You will if see. You, if, yeah. I I don't know. To be determined, but if I do, I'll tweet it out. Uh if you can't sleep or you wake up stupid early for no reason, maybe I run a Daytona 500 right quick. Right quick in 3 hours. Anyways. Right. Yeah. Just just real quick. Yes. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, Follow us on the Twitters, and uh, Godspeed. Enjoy the Daytona 500.